0: okay welcome to the podcast um, my guest today is Angie Cavazos and I am really excited to share this conversation with you um, we just arrived back in the United States after about two and a half months in Europe um, so I'm sitting here in New York right now uh, had the opportunity to train some jiu yesterday at uh, the Marcelo Garcia Academy in uh, in New York City, which was really nice. Um, yeah, first time back in a long time. Um, so yeah, dealing with a little bit of soreness from that. Um, we did a uh, an event this past weekend in Paris, the last infinite play of the uh, European tour. And it was really really incredible and I really have to uh, to thank everybody who was there um, yeah it was such a, a an awesome crew um, an amazing two days uh, a big thank you to to everybody from Movement Practice Paris and Allah for putting it together um, so yeah it was it was all the amazing things and if you're in Paris or moving through Paris I strongly recommend connecting with that crew Um, I think probably the easiest way is just to go on Instagram and and look up movement practice Paris and and shoot them a message so thank you all again and also thank you to everybody who attended events in Europe everybody who helped organize events in Europe people who hosted us and gave us rooms to sleep in and, and showed us good food and around cities and stuff it was a, a, a really special couple months so yeah you all know who you are thank you so much um yeah we have a couple more events coming up here this month now that we're back in the u.s the first one is a a, a week from now in boulder colorado uh i'll be sharing an infinite play over the course of the weekend um, and that's hosted by Block 1750 um yeah, November 6th and 7th, we'd love to see you there if you're near Boulder, Colorado or feel like traveling that direction. Um, and then the weekend after that, the 13th and 14th, we'll be back in New York and I'll be doing an event in Brooklyn. Um, so again, if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in the city, if you're nearby, if you want to travel to meet us. That's where we'll be. And you can get all the information for both of those events by just going to my website, kylefincham.com. All right. That is all the info that I have to share Uh, my announcements. Let's get to this conversation. Um, A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to connect with Angie Cavazos, uh, who is currently out in Vienna. yeah, and it was just such a, 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 a wonderful conversation and uh, um, amazing the, to connect and, you know, made me uh, look forward to the day that we get to travel out to Vienna. Um, if you're not familiar with Angie or her work, let me give you a little bit of her background. As I said, uh, Angie's based in Vienna and she's a strength and mobility coach. Her coaching is skill-based, focused for those who want to unlock specific skills in yoga, martial arts, and in the training room. Her movement journey started from stillness to movement, being meditation her first practice. She was influenced and inspired by Ito Portal's method. She explored the difference or the different move she explored different movement teachers. Today she is a student of capoeira under Gugu Quilombola's teaching. As I said, this was a really, really great conversation. I think uh, I was sitting on the floor in in Barcelona while we spoke. So um, it's nice to, to, to think back about that conversation. It was so nice. Um, so big thank you to Angie. And uh, yeah, I won't waste any time. Here it is, my conversation with Angie Cavazos. And, and do you typically teach like like in groups or do you teach a lot of like one-on-one stuff? One-on-one. Okay.
1: One-on-one. Um, I open a couple of classes in the pandemic time just for us to just move and keep going and adapt as soon as possible. we just with the mind, with the, with the body and everything. Um, so I open certain classes we did a workout we did workouts we did yoga and we did mobility so yeah these two were the ones that i gave but it's not my cup of tea i prefer one-on-one as well Mm -hmm. um yeah but i gave what i could give and just for the sake of the health mental health and physical health of course
0: yeah what what makes you feel like more drawn to
1: like working like one-on-one rather than a group so i can connect more um i i believe or uh, i think everyone is important and they deserve hundred percent of the attention of the energy so i'm not the person that i can instruct someone and then leave it and go and then do not follow something some program or some training so it's not um, it's because it's very, very specific training, so we are looking for some kind of a goal, to whatever it is, either it's like shoulder mobility or skills or uh, certain skills, also in fitness, like um, reaching uh, the first pull up or deadlifting, and every you know, everything is a skill, so you really have to be there 100%. It's my personal opinion and perspective, and that's how I actually coach. So in a in a group of class, you will you have different mindsets, different lifestyles, mm-hmm. and then body types. So, yeah, I want to give 100%, and that's how I've been giving it. It's better for me, one-on-one. Uh, it's not easy because... Um, yeah, it's a high ticket, so, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm.
0: And, what, and, what's your, and, what's
1: your, and what's your background in? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, started, uh, I started my whole, what can I say? I tell you, I studied international relations back in Mexico. I was raised That's and born point. in Mexico, in the north of Mexico, yes. So I was always interested in the human. The human being, how how wonderful we are, and then with the mind and the emotions and everything around the human, how we behave, how we create culture, how we create systems and everything. So, I I was always since kid amazed or very curious about us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I start international relations, and then I work. In the office, I won't say more. So in the office, I work with politics. I work with uh, um, companies, uh, American companies, one of the, yeah, one American company and Mexican politicians. And then everything changed when I started meditating. So I was overwhelmed with a lot of work. I was doing always, we do a lot of work in Mexico. We just do a lot of hours, extra hours, extra everything, because you have to be giving, 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 and I was uh, kind of over overwhelmed. And I went to one um, yoga class, and actually at the end, I was like tears of stress. Not I was thinking anything, but just tears of a stress coming out of my of my my eyes. And I thought, okay, this is a stress, and I, I need to do something about. It if not and I don't want to drink or do something else that normally people do <laughs> there. Mm. So yeah, and before that, I already knew my mom, I'm, I am an only child. So my parents were cons- very much concerned, they still are, about mm. me being alone. And uh, they give me all the tools that they can give. So they put me in, I mean, they were, they are Catholics. So they put me in this school with nuns so I can learn the the religion, for example. And they give me, they put me in a different um, workshops and studies where I can understand more about myself and how I like psychology. So how I behave and why do I take these decisions and everything since I was like, 14 years old and and, uh, I grew up like that and then I have the opportunity to decide for myself what was good for me and what I was not what it was not so of course religion was not and they respect me and I respect them and we love each other very much so yeah so that's why I'm living here alone in Vienna because of those decisions and because I am look I was looking always for my own um opportunity to develop as a human so that means uh mentally emotional physically everything uh one little part the financial was not very very good (laughs) for me because I never I never learned what does that mean uh, Mm -hmm. as a as an only child, female, uh, yeah, I had the, the support of that. So, mm-hmm. And yeah, and then I, I went to India because of the meditation. I started meditating a lot, and then I went to India, and I, I met my partner there, and then he happens to be Austrian, and that's how I moved here. But he was, uh, I mean, he's an Ashtanga yoga practitioner and teacher, for so many years over 20 years and also into meditation into everything with Tony Robbins with everyone yeah so and then he was a student of Ido so mm-hmm. when Ido was at uh, the beginning yeah he went a lot to Berlin to meet him and I mean if you see one of the videos of the early Ido portal method when they were in Tyler or something you see a blonde guy with long hair that's my partner <laughs> in mm-hmm. spiros. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah that's it that's how everything started so i got to know this part the physical part and the nutritional part as well i mean um, i was not very good in nutrition i'm not perfect either um but I believe so much in what you believe about everything. So for me, it's half and half. And my partner is more into this. You should re- re- eat the right nutritions uh, and you should do the right movements and this and that. So I kind of took from everything and started learning and understanding and mostly understanding on my own. So what Angie is what Angie was and how she was developing in the middle of everything new because I was I said no to office job and just moved away from Mexico and yeah I started a new life here completely different so everything here was about adaptability and taking and understanding and being very open which I was since since I was in Mexico anyway, I couldn't survive here if I was not. So that's how everything started. I, I was training a lot. I was training with him. Um, we were training daily. I was doing ashtanga in the morning, kettlebell training in the evening. And then when the, the movement part came, we were doing handstanding. We were doing pull-ups and dips and uh the starting the preparation of the muscle ups uh we were doing a lot of stuff of uh, spinal waves i think they were starting there so i was very attracted to this kind of training because uh i'm not a very competitive person so i am more i am very sensitive and intuitive so somehow this moves this moves like spinal wave or uh, dog walks or something like this was more interesting for me. I was feeling it and I was having fun uh, instead of picking up weights with a bite voice. So yeah.
0: It's interesting hearing your perspective about it. And, and like you just said, kind of being interested in things that are like non-competitive, um, coming from your background in, like international relations, right? It's like, and, and then you even mentioned kind of like culture making and stuff when it's like, you know, like I'm reading a book right now about kind of like challenging, like um, the idea of competitive competitiveness and culture and that it's, you know, we're not actually, it's not actually in humans to be competitive. We learn to be competitive and it, it's it can be a great disservice so I don't know I was seeing that connection and just like hearing you talk about not being interested in that but then reflecting on your like kind of where you started and what must yes. have gone on in terms of like you know I think probably the most success comes with being like some degree of cooperative.
1: Yes and uh, when I want to study international relations and then I start working I mean I, I my dream was to work in the UN and do as much as uh, good as possible, and I thought I have this ideal, ideal, yeah, ideal, um, ideal thoughts, and I wanted to uh, to actually work in in Brussels, and uh, yeah, but I found out that it was completely different. So my personality is not like that. I cannot manipulate. I cannot play with words just to get what I want. And uh, yeah, play with the, the, the needs of the society or population. I mean, I'm talking about polit- politics in and, and my own country and states and stuff and, and, and all around the world. So I said, no, this is not me. I cannot, this, this is not me. So I step out from there. Do you feel yeah. like then like what you're doing now and kind of like
0: the way you teach and the way you share and also kind of the willingness to change is like, um, I don't know, maybe almost like a more accessible pathway to like share yeah. some of these values?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I found out how I can impact more or give more in a micro, micro world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I have I, to experience I've... I have to experience. I mean, I, I now na- nowadays now know that I have to experience what I have to experience so I can decide what it's my own values and which values I want to follow. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean I've thought about it quite a bit where it's like, you know, when we think about, I don't know, the things that kind of feed culture for instance I know culture is like a broad word and it can be described in a lot of different ways but like yeah I mean doing the things that we do and in, in, you know creating different layers of like communication right or more tools for communicating in some ways is like a lot of what we're doing right like yeah can open the doors to like feeding culture in a lot of ways
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I believe that we can communicate as well. I mean, you, we can communicate honestly from the heart or from, for a good uh, will for the sake of the, of the group, of the sake of the society, not for the sake of one person or two or a small group. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have learned everything with the years and by experience and mistakes and uh, yeah, evolving and mm-hmm. having a broad a broad uh, experience, living and, yeah, studying, being with coaches, gurus, and uh, or what do you say, a workshop hopping <laughs> mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff until you find your own. I think it's a process of everyone in a different level or way.
0: What's what's your perspective, you know, and kind of like the, I don't know, maybe the relationship between like students and teachers or students and coaches or students and gurus, like where where do you kind of fall with that now? Because I know it can be like a, I don't know, a complex thing and kind of, and people like to put themselves in the different positions in those relationships. I don't know. I guess I'm curious, like what? yeah, like what you find to be like ideal for you right now and like the relationship maybe as a teacher that you like to have with like people you're working with.
1: Let me think. I got a call. That's why I'm... Since last weekend, last week. uh, Yeah, let's see. Well, it has changed. I mean, who... uh, it has to be like a relationship. I see it like uh, the teacher and the student, the student and the teacher. But the one has to have uh, a role, and each role has like different characteristics. Characteristics? Oh, yeah, you will say it like this. So if you are in the role of the teacher, you you will have certain authority certain authority to, to share or pass the, the wisdom or the experience of the teacher, of the teacher and the teachings behind the teacher. So and the student, uh, it's more in the state of questioning and learning and be very open to suggestions and taking and giving and creating and I think the student is a very fun part because the, the student is the one that gets to explore and create and it has this uh, beginner mind also. So it's like a kind of magical as well as, Comparing to being a teacher or a guru, because you think, okay, the guru got it already. <laughs> he is already enlightened, or he's he has already a certain structure. So, yeah, that's how I see it now. Yeah. And if I don't see this kind of uh, relationship between the student, teacher, or the guru, or whatever, or coach, uh, I don't go there. So, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I, I train RTC with uh, with Favel. I cannot pronounce his last name. Um, so military kind of military, my partner is like military, kind of like yeah, like this has to be like this. And so I I have experienced that as well. And I I accepted in a certain time because I know that that brings structure to my cows, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes I wonder, it's like, a, cause I've been in like period, like, you know, for a long time, I was very, very like strict and disciplined and like, you know, everything was like ordered and it's like, a I think it's an important time, but I also I've come to realize like, there's this whole other side that can also kind of like exist you know that's that's not as like I don't know it's almost like you know my friend used to tell me he's like oh there are these stories about like you know they instill this like rich discipline into like young students and then as they get older like when they become like old you know wise men they just like grow beards and then wander off into the woods or something <laughs> you know and like, same, like and it's like you've done the discipline thing and then there's the other thing that happens later on and um Yeah, almost. I almost think that like that other thing doesn't give, isn't given the value as like the highly disciplined thing. But like, I think they're, I don't know, I think they're meant to dance together.
1: Exactly, exactly. They are meant to dance together and they could dance very early or they can dance very late or in the middle or in ghosts like this. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, like a wave, like a wave. So, I think, um, I have observed, I mean, we have all curves of going up and down, up and down. That's how we grow and societies and everything. And um, so if you have learned like gymnastics, for example, I have never learned gymnastics as a kid or uh, football, soccer, since little, maybe you have this burnout, and you just don't want to have it anymore, and you want to explore something else. And you can see the potential of these kids, like okay, if they have followed their their skills or uh, the gymnastics or the, the soccer skills or whatever, maybe they could have been someone successful. Let's see, mm-hmm. but they didn't because they were burned out since kids, or they were injured very early and um, or the uh, the other the other um, example is like okay you didn't have anything you never train anything I I, and then you start training at the age of 35 and you are just learning everything and as a grown up and mature person and it's, it's different so yeah that's that's what I mean Hmm. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm curious when you when you went to India. Did you like go live on like a, an ashram, or, or where or where did where did you go?
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. I was there twice, and I went the first time I went there. I went with my best girlfriends from Mexico so they were all into meditation they were all into growing and having these tools to be a better person uh analyzing a lot about the behavior the patterns and using tools to just be better and uh, we said you know what we want to you want to we want to travel and we didn't know where to go so some mentioned, okay let's go to thailand There's, let's go to some exotic country that is not Latin America so okay and then I said okay let's go to India why don't we go and some are a little bit too picky I mean I don't know about India and what are we gonna do there and it's like poor country and and um, but it's magical and this and that so we just talk a lot and then we all gather we i the only thing that we said you know what no men let's go all woman let's go there have fun and then travel around and um, our our idea of backpacking was staying in the hotels <laughs> <laughs> carrying one bag. that was the, that was the backpacking for us carrying one <laughs> bag but staying in hotels we we stay in hotels we have a a, a driver And then we have a translator and then the the one that represents the agency that was taking care of us. So we were well taken care of the first trip. It was very cool. It was very fun. And then we decided to go to Ashram. And we didn't know about this method of meditation. We didn't know about this method of healing or this method of whatever you want to call it, uh, human development. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we quick went into in Mexico, we went in the, the organizers of this group from Mexico, there were two people from Chile. And they were also people there was there was a, there was a couple and they were so honest and kind and educated and everything that we were just everything came it was meant to be so we say okay let's go to this ashram and have this meditation so we divided in traveling and being tourist and then going to the ashram in the ashram we had yeah we have weeks when we couldn't speak so yeah it's it was very interesting that changed my life really when i came back i couldn't stand in in working in office i couldn't stand in in being material i mean i couldn't stand in anything basically i just wanted to be and yeah it was it just changed my life and then two years Later, I went straight to India and did the Ashram, the second course. And uh, yeah, it was confirmed. I couldn't live like that anymore. So, And I knew that I couldn't live in Mexico like that anymore either. So I have to move uh, away from it. And um, yeah, I was thinking, where should I go? And then just happened. Everything mm-hmm. was just meant to be.
0: hmm and do you still, like, uh, do the same meditation practice that you were doing then?
1: Uh, kind of. Kind of. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I apply it in my one-on-one coaches, uh, coaching. And even though you say, okay, so there is uh, skill, accus- accusation, mobility, or whatever, uh, the teachings are there. Mm-hmm. And they noticed they know they noticed so i mean mm-hmm. the trainees and it's, it's very beautiful because i i get to to give that
0: yeah and you and then you still do it on your own on a regular basis as well
1: yeah yes yeah i do my best i every day i i at the beginning it was really hard uh because of the where i was living how a lot of um, how do you say moving here to Austria is? You no, know, I didn't speak German. I I didn't. I couldn't get a normal job just to pay the bills. Uh, it was very difficult to live, by, by what I wanted and to to live by the capitalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so yeah. Yes, and then I start doing that, but now that I have my own space, the studio and stuff, I wake up and I, I really it's my morning ritual. I have to do my meditation, I have to listen to to the teachings. If it's not the teachings, I start to listen to the music that goes, but it's from the teachings. So it's always there. It's it's within me and it's with me, and I I I don't want to leave it.
0: Wow nice and you said you just said um you have a studio is it it's your own studio
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it's not the training studio it's for Mm -hmm. me where i work and i meditate and i move and i do this kind of talking and yeah work related i just needed to be by myself yeah Mm -hmm. and the universe you say here here it is you're ready let's do this so
0: (laughs) um and then you also mentioned a a bit about like uh doing work with like kettlebells and everything and um you you work with pavel or you were working with pavel
1: uh i was not directly working with pavel but i learned in my i mean i had a strength coach certification here in austria in german and uh one one of the Models or whatever it was kettlebell but i was already trained by my partner because he is a master rtc anyway so mm-hmm. so i didn't know pavel i knew dan john he came mm-hmm. to vienna and i got to meet him and just exchange ideas and stuff long time ago uh, i don't know if you know steve maxwell he's also from the old generation of of rtc from america mm-hmm. and uh a black BJJ and uh yeah that's how I yeah I learned it pretty much and I fell in love with it so nice yeah yeah I I, um I actually (laughs) talked to somebody on the podcast
0: not too long ago um and he like knows Steve Maxwell from like way (laughs) way back like in Philadelphia like training or something like jujitsu like 25 years ago it's amazing yeah yeah He's yeah, awesome. And they, and they were all, you know, doing all of these things before anybody was doing
1: some of these exactly. things. You
0: know, he said exactly. it was like the first place he walked into where there were like gymnastics rings hanging and everything. And yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. I remember um in the old days when I came 10 years ago, when I came here to to Vienna, in these in the summer and in the winter, we had a small flat in the in the countryside. And um, we just spent, uh, I saw he put some DVD from Dan, John and Pavel. And I think uh, Steve was in one of those. And then and then I couldn't stop. I said, play it. And then I, I wanted to watch it and I wanted to watch it. And he's like, okay, we saw it already. And I'm like, no, I want to watch it again. And it's like so cool what they're saying. And, let's, and then I started questioning and yeah. So my mm-hmm. partner didn't know if it was if it was if he was a good influence because i yeah i only want to talk about movement and <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah meditation and movement and he's like oh my god what this i want to turn this woman into or something like yeah. this
0: <laughs> well it sounds like you almost like it's like you got there and like you wanted to like get your hands on like everything Right, there are so many different things, and you're just like, oh, like I've been in this other world so much, I want to like, I want to like taste all of these flavors. Yes. So now it's like, oh, I'm curious, like you know, I guess I'm curious, like even more of like the range of those things that you like expose yourself to, and then like as the dust begins to settle for a little bit, you know, and like you've had time to kind of like reflect, like what are the things that you were like really holding on to? You're like, oh, either it's because you're like I think there's truth there, or you're like. It just fits for what I wish to share or it fits the it's good, it's the content for that fits the message that I wish to like present. You know, I'm I'm curious about that.
1: Yes. Uh yes, I stay with kettlebells. RKC is my style and I cannot Mm -hmm. I cannot leave it. So whenever I train with weights, I will train with kettlebells. I pick up not so much the barbell and Actually, everything that my own training, my own personal training that I program is everything around capoeira. So I have to really observe and decide and choose wisely what I want to do. So sometimes I don't need the barbell. I don't need, I, I only need a kettlebell, heavy kettlebell. So I, I am very happy with that. And I train with that. and. Yes, all my trainees, they start with kettlebells. I always give them choice. Do you prefer the dumbbells or the kettlebells? Because I know most of the people use the dumbbells, for example, or the barbell that want to cuff the barbell. So mm-hmm. I always give them options and I train them and I share and I gave them options. So okay, this is how you train the dumbbells. Let's explore the kettlebells and then you decide what you want for you now. And then you follow. And then that's how we train. So I gave them the options and and they have to decide for their own what they they enjoy the best. And I can train them like that. So, yeah. So I stay with kettlebells. Kettlebells is my my best. Yoga, I do not do yoga flows anymore. I, I I took the Kundalini teacher training in LA, in West Hollywood a long time ago like over 10 years and I fell in love with kundalini yoga because it's a very very powerful practice and method uh, for detoxing because it's detoxing the, the, the nervous system the endocrine system everything is like very interesting method and very good for in for my own opinion personal opinion so I sometimes I take what I learn here and there Uh, of Ashtanga, actually I do not only if I am energetic and if I I want to get focused and only observe my breath and be a little bit challenged then I do Ashtanga but normally I do not do any more yoga but I do breathing for example, pranayamas, basic breath work. That's what I do, and that's what I stay about movement. I I decided to stay with Capoeira, so I knew Ido had this background from Capoeira and observed him a lot, and uh, and also the contemporary dance and everything. So I I am around. I am I am around by martial artists and dancers and yoga practitioners so i am very lucky to choose what i want to do when i wanted to do it or with with whom i wanted to do it so i stay with capoeira and everything around capoeira i don't want to do any more floreo Mm -hmm. like flow like Mm -hmm. this uh acrobat these flows that you see from Ido everywhere. I don't want to do it for the sake of doing it. So that's uh, I want to do it for a reason. And Capoeira is giving me a reason, which is a strike and escape. And um, yeah, that's I have changed a little bit. Um, I took jiu-jitsu. I was like oh, two years of jiu-jitsu. And then, and then I got injured here and then there. I lost the toenail. And I have to <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. When I started, I, I was visiting Texas and my family in Texas. And, and I was like only one month or two in jiu-jitsu here in Vienna with Atos, and then I went to Texas and I was daily. I took the only thing that I have in my small small um, suitcase. I don't. I don't do any check-in. I only take over. I'm little, so I'm going to Mexico anyway. So I either buy clothes there or wear very light. So the only heavy thing that I was it was my kimono, my gi. So I took capoeira pants and t-shirts and kimono, and that was it. I went to, and I went there daily, mostly Monday to Tuesday to Thursday. Uh, yeah Friday was free I think and then Saturday again and I was so happy so happy to go because they were so kind and they were more females here no, so many and the, worst, the ones that they are, are they have a different personality more competitive more uh, male the, the male energy is more there mm-hmm. um, yeah so I don't want I don't want to be any anyone's uh, punching bag uh, punching bag or or any dummy. So
0: yeah,
1: and there uh, I really enjoyed very much. So nowadays that I'm back, I cannot follow too much because of that. And I I am going to be 45 on Sunday. So <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't need that anymore. It was very interesting for me because I want I wanted to explore, again, I wanted to explore what it means to go and roll and the, the impressions of mobility, shoulder mobility, hip mobility, how is it used, how the technique has to be so cool. And the techniques of BJJ, is, they are wonderful. And you have a strategy, and then it's like your mind is always thinking and thinking how to get like uh, ajedrez, like chess, right? Mm -hmm. So so I said, okay, I I have to leave it, and I kept capoeira. So Mm -hmm. I am so glad that I left capoeira as well, (laughs) Uh, but I came back very quick. So I, I just say it, I think, and just capoeira pulled me back. And I am very happy to to enjoy it and um, be very, I have to be very patient because I didn't start Capoeira when I was a kid, like everybody. Everybody's like 20 years ago, they are training for 20 years, 15 years, 30 years. And I am having only four years and it's gonna be five. So yeah, but the energy there is is different and I am enjoying it so far, so
0: yeah. It's a good position to be in. Like I was just, uh, so we're traveling through Europe right now. And I went and took a workshop at the Tic Tac Art Center in Brussels, which is like a a contemporary dance school. Mm -hmm. I don't have a background in contemporary dance, you know? but And when you go there, especially in Brussels, it's like, you're going there and you're taking class with dancers, professional dancers. And like, this is what they do. And I think it's a really nice feeling to like be in the deep water. You know, and I think, and I think that like, I don't know, like if people come and do something that I spend a lot of time doing and they've never done it before, like I don't roll my eyes. In some ways I'm excited that they're there. And I think the feeling, I feel that from places that I've gone to where like, they know I'm in the deep water. In some ways they're like, they, they like celebrate, you know, like I was like taking like break dancing classes and stuff and like all these break dancers and they're like, oh, hey, like, yeah, you're awesome. Thanks for coming. I'm happy you're here, you know? Yeah. And there's something nice about that, about kind of like, kind of all levels celebrating everybody, you know, in jujitsu, it's the same, you know, I mean, I know there's like little things where like, you know, certain levels want to only like roll with certain there, whatever. But Don't. at the end, I think there's, there's certain kind of respect though, just for the fact that like, you know, even from like a black belt to a white belt or something being like, just like respect that you're there, that you're like going through the thing. And um, <laughs> it's nice, you know, I think, um, it, I think we should celebrate people more in that way, you know, at all levels.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. I am, yes, I am with you in that.
0: Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it, I don't know. Maybe that's also like a little bit of like, sometimes my my, my issue with kind of like the, the movement, movement sphere is that like it almost like it can be made to feel like it's for everybody, but in some places, like it doesn't feel like it's for everybody. Exactly. You know? Because yes. it doesn't have some sort of equivalent Really, of like the role or the cipher or the um, what's it called in Capoeira? The, um, the, the Hoda. Is yeah. It it yeah. Where like everybody it's gets people. in there and, and you, and, and like, I don't know, you've got to kind of like celebrate everybody because you get to that like place where like everybody just kind of like does what they've got, you know, <laughs> And and you get to be an audience member and a performer. And and everybody gets the chance to be and and I don't know. Yeah. There's there's something to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember now. I remember you you had also an interview with Matan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Matan from Vienna.
0: Yeah. Do you do you do you know him out there? Do you
1: try? I to know, know him. Right him. I know him personally. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. with him. He has been here with Jubal as well. Avalon.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: Joval has been here also I organized his handstand um, workshops here in Vienna Mm -hmm. and they they know each other because they come from Israel so yeah that's how I got to to meet Matan and I follow him and he's I'm like Matan please keep classes uh when I was interested in 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 movement this kind of movement and uh he's like yeah I don't have time and this and that and now that I'm not interested anymore he opened classes and he's giving classes and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no time and now I'm not interested madame. what is this bad timing um yeah but I went there I went to, to he invited me to one of his uh closed workshops or um, yeah, you call it workshops or intensive camp. I don't know how you call it or he called it. And it was very interesting because they all were dancers. And I was there in the middle and it was very interesting how to, how we communicate as well. I mean, I, I was talking to Matan when I was giving him my perspective and he knew he did all. He does also jujitsu and he did also capoeira and I, we were like observing and he's like, I need to communicate to the dancers in certain way even though i am applying elements of jujitsu, or am i am applying elements of capoeira but i'm not telling them them what what it is and just need to speak their own language and it was so cool to to observe and, and yeah but i could see yes yeah it's 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 very magical yeah awesome. how we all behave in different um yeah, and different it's not the scenarios, but it's the atmospheres, environment. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes yeah. you you I organized Yuval uh, handstanding in a CrossFit box, and you could see the groups of the of the of the workshop. The parkourers were here together, the circus people were here together, the yoga were here together, the crossfitters were here together. And it was so cool. Uh, at the breaks, I mean, they all work together, but on the breaks, they would just, boom, separate and they start like, it, we are their own common interest and, and it's, it's very wonderful to, to see that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm, so, I'm so jealous that you're there. I really, I really enjoyed chatting with Matan. And when we were coming to Europe, there was a part of me that was like, I was wanting to find a reason to, like, make my way over there. And we couldn't, like, um, make it happen. Because he he said some things that, like, have, like, stuck with me quite a bit. Yeah. You know, you know he, you know, yeah, I think he said some, you know, talking about kind of, like, like a community and ideas like this and, and maybe that also kind of reflects like what we're talking about as well as like the idea that like you know whatever level anybody's at like you can kind of be like welcomed and celebrated you know and 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 you can be in a similar place and be very different and still like celebrate that you're all together because yeah he was just kind of critical of uh the term community and movement and saying we're a community when it's like you know it, it has to do more with like similarities when a real community is like you stay together despite your differences (laughs) and i think it's very poignant you know i think um i think that that's something that 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 can often get lost you know and and i think the despite our differences thing is is something to like hold on to you know oh we're here despite our differences Yes. And we're, yeah. and we're cooperating despite our differences and we're celebrating our ch- each other despite our differences as opposed to like, we will only celebrate if we're similar and we'll only cooperate if we're similar. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of my, uh, for example, jiu group and uh, this in a special where I was, it was not, uh, it was not, i was not quite there with the with the with the energy if you want to say it so yeah i don't know you have to have bigger values there like these people or our or us we have to we have sub values but the main value has to be very strong to be there to, together as a community, because we call. I mean, they are, for example, in in, in my ex-jitsu uh, group, they, uh, school, they are Russians, Russians uh, from Polish, Polish Russians, Croatians from the Balkans and stuff. I was the only Latin. <laughs> and uh, one other uh, guy that he comes in visit there which is uh, it's now one of my clients but uh he's not there in this group he's from another group and he's also latin Mm -hmm. but but besides that just the way of thinking and expressing and bullying (laughs) everything is it's uh it's different and then you have to decide hey you i wanna i wanna keep i can stay here and just ignore it or i i i can go as well i don't need this i mean yeah so yes i think uh it has to be a stronger bigger value that it has to have more weight used for for the people from this community to be there Mm. if it comes from different lifestyles and and values Mm -hmm. yeah it's like i I mean it's like the idea
0: of kind of having like maybe something like jujitsu is the content right like the techniques and the act of doing jujitsu but like you know like what's your message, like, wh- like why, why is this place teaching Jiu-Jitsu, like what is the message behind doing it, and yes. uh, you know, I was fortunate to go to like a really, like a really, I don't want to say kind or warm, because it's like a funny thing to say about jujitsu. <laughs> that there would be kindness and warmth, but yeah. it was a place that was just very, like it was very welcoming, and it was very playful, Despite, you know, every jujitsu school has everybody, all the unique personalities. Yeah, yeah. But I, when I, I trained in New York and I trained at Marcelo Garcia Academy Mm -hmm. and, you know, Marcelo is known for just being like the nicest person, right? And he's always smiling and goes around and like shakes hands with everybody and he'll roll with everybody just kind. And like, that's, it's, you know, I think what, from my perspective, like what the culture of that space was. And I've said this on here before, but like, he did a belt ceremony once and he went on, he started talking about why he loves jujitsu. You know, he's like on the microphone talking to everybody. And he's like, you know, I've won these world championships and I'm, you know, I have this school and I met my wife there and all these things. But he's like, what I love about jujitsu is that it makes us better at being with people. And I was like, that's the message right like the content the content is the jujitsu but the message is like it makes the it message cool. with yeah and yeah i was like that's so beautiful and i think sometimes like a it's worth reflecting on because when we talk about values like oh like what are the values you know and they can be dynamic they can be changing yes yeah um but i think it's really tempting to get caught up on like just sexy content <laughs> And like it might it's not it's not a bad thing but like the message might be the more important thing yeah yeah you know especially when it comes to things like community and and culture and
1: stuff yes yeah i agree yeah
0: But it, it's beautiful. It's a, I just think it's it's rare. I feel like I get to bounce through different spaces and I'm like, oh, I like good content. But like when you hear a message, you're like, wow, that's that's amazing. Because then the content yeah. almost doesn't matter. You're like, the content will fill in on its own with a nice, with, with, yes, exactly. with a, kind of a strong exactly. message.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's strong and clear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the message can be also known only by, by words, but by actions as well. I mean... You cannot say we are this, and then you are doing something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the message is something else.
0: <laughs> right, 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 and I think that happens a lot as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Where it's like, oh, we are this one thing, and then the message is like, oh, that's not what that's not what we're, that's not what we're hearing.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: but it's so, you know it's similar. It's like you know I think of some of like the like the yoga sutras or something, you know, there's not any talk about like any positions or asanas or anything. It's like, it's basically like a discussion about the message. And then yes. like, it seems to me that like, you know, places have developed the content that fits that message.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh Yeah. In social media, sometimes you can um, perceive something else and uh, it's empty, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, you can say something, but you, 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 the people can sometimes, if you observe or listen well, the energy as well is kind of empty. So selling something... and yeah when when there is no energy or no heart in the message you could see and feel it that is empty at the end when mm-hmm. you are messaging so mm-hmm.
0: do you think about that because yeah, um you you use social media to like navigate like this space you know <laughs> like <laughs> is it is it do you, do, 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 i don't yeah Do i mean do you do you do you is this stuff that like you kind of like reflect on you're like oh like is this something I'm going to share or not share like you kind of go through that process of being like oh like oh like what what do I want to how or how do I want to put this thing out there
1: yeah I mean I'm learning I'm learning a lot I'm learning a lot about communication I'm learning about I hesitate a lot to communicate uh, because my my English my English is not my first language, or my my German is not my first language, mm-hmm. but I I prefer to speak in in English, for example, mm-hmm. than Spanish. Uh, it will be completely different con uh, context if I mm-hmm. I will speak in Spanish. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, now I think a lot about why I really I have to be really careful on what I want to say and it's not easy because it's like a it's a constant learning and what you want to say but at the same time when you say it with the heart the people get it even if you are not speaking or you are telling it wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah they it's a difference when you really say it from the heart and you really meant it and then and then if you think if you are too much in your head so yeah I said I at the moment I'm learning how to communicate with with my people and 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 I'm doing my best to to do it as clear and simple as possible in their own words Hmm. uh, not in mine so I'm learning how to speak with the others even though sometimes I don't like for example, in the mobility or when you're talking about some exercises and, and you have to see open hip and you have to say tight hip or tight shoulder, even though you don't, you want to use the, the technic, technical words, you know. So I try, I'm learning to avoid the technical words and just trying to speak to the people because at the end, what is at the end is the result, right? So I can help someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about the shoulder flexion, for example, is like, who the hell? I mean, I don't care about the shoulder flexion. Fix my freaking shoulder, you know. I want to be more open. I want to do a nice handstand or a, a wheel or whatever. And uh yeah, I'm learning that just to mm-hmm. communicate as, as clear and yeah, in the same language as possible. Why, why do you prefer English when you have to
0: if you if you' if you're going to choose?
1: Because I live most of my life in English uh, mm-hmm. here in, in Vienna and with my friends and my I mean I do have friends uh, from Spain and from Mexico and uh, from Venezuela, yeah, Brazil. And, um, but most of the time I am communicating in English. And even though I'm not the best in, in English, that's why I, yeah, that's how I live. And that's why I, I choose English to mm-hmm. communicate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I would say you're, you're, you're quite good at English.
0: Thank you. We, we, and... We've, we we've, we've made it pretty far in English right now.
1: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I. Uh, when I when I learned English for the first time, I started to learn British, actually. Mm-hmm. But then I went uh, as exchange student to America, and I, got, that co- I just changed to American English. So and yeah, it, and it's more logical anyway, since what, we what, we are neighbors. <laughs> where where did you exchange to? Uh, Virginia, Virginia, okay. Virginia. Yes. So all these, I went around there. It was interesting. So we were
0: just, just before we were here, we were in Brussels. Before that, we were in Lisbon. And I realized in a lot of places, we end up like they're, most everybody also speaks English, which, you know, you, you feel almost, you feel awful because everybody's almost like meeting you where you're at. You're not offering almost anything to try to like, because I don't know another language. But I'm speaking to somebody at a restaurant and I I ask them if they speak English and they say they do. So they start speaking to me in English, but this person started speaking to me in Portugal, but with like an American accent. Yeah. And I was blown away. And I was like, I asked her, I was like, where are you from? Because I thought maybe she was like from America and, and, and had moved to Portugal or something. And she said, no, no, no. In school, she learned English, but took it like they offered it in an American accent, and it didn't even occur to me, you know, like these, th- you know, things that I'm learning. But I was like, oh, it's a- yeah, yes, didn't yeah, didn't even, it didn't even, it didn't even click with me that you that people would study it and then learn languages and like the different accents. As yeah,
1: I don't time. know Americans, but uh, if Europeans uh, have the English of of of, of Spain. For example, so the expression and how they when they speak, they speak with the the, the, the accent from Spain. So, mm. yeah, they don't have maybe they have a little bit of Latin, but also most of them they speak uh, from Spain. So the the S is more strong. Mm. Yeah, or if you wanna, for example, you wanna you wanna study Portuguese and you want it from portugal or you want it from brazil so Mm -hmm. yeah but it's very i love it i really love it i love everything about this yeah it's very it's it's very cool and uh, you you start to understand and learn that the jokes are not the same Mm a uh, German mind, I'm learning German forever since I am 10 years here and I still cannot... I mean, I I can talk to you in German, yes, but to certain level. After 10 minutes, 5 minutes, and then I am lost. I cannot, <laughs> follow, up. I cannot follow up. I'm like, what do I say more and what should I say? And it's like very, very difficult to to follow up or just to continue the conversation or to, to a deeper con- conversation and the way of thinking is completely different from, from my way of thinking. So it's very structured. And uh, if you learn that is very structured, it's, it kind of gets easy, but easier, but I'm not, it. I'm not there at the moment. <laughs> so. It, <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it's very hard but yeah i'm doing i'm doing my best to 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 get it to get it even though i mean it's uh it's a mountain country you know the alps and everything so it's a be- vienna is a very beautiful city and um, when well, i try to watch the tv the series but the the series are in the mountains, and they are kind of boring for me. <laughs> nothing wrong, with it, nothing wrong with it. But for me, I just give my best. I mean, I always try to give my best in everything. So I really pay attention. And like after the after certain time, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. I, I have to take <laughs> because I I'm not connecting with it. I'm not connecting with the uh, yeah the way but in in other times yes I can laugh of their jokes and everything and I'm like oh yes yeah yeah it's so funny I really Mm -hmm. I really yeah get it but yeah it's the dance again it's the dance so
0: Mm -hmm. well I've I've heard like that, that idea where it's like you know you don't really it's like you don't really I forget how you say it someone told me it was almost like you don't really know somebody unless you can speak to them in their like native language yes so like even if we've we've spoken now for like you know just about an hour and like we can only get so far it's like until like unless I could speak Spanish like we're not real I'm not really gonna like get you
1: yeah yeah in the
0: same way like we can communicate in lots of different ways but like you know like it, there's always going to be like a, a bit of a limitation
1: yes absolutely unless you start to study and like really study and see where you come from and uh, understand history and understand why this and why that and then you you kind of get it then
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah but yes when i heard my 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 partner i heard him speaking german i was like oh my god oh my god it was like no no (laughs) yes
0: well after being in Europe I feel inspired to, to learn a language at this point I feel really like I, I have to. If I'm gonna come back, yeah. I need to come. I need to come back with another language in my pocket. At this point, it doesn't even matter which one. I just need to pick one and go for it because I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't come back here and be the American that only speaks English again. I just. I just <laughs> it does not matter which language. Just anything else. I need to have. Yeah, something it else. would
1: be super fun. It would be super fun. I. I'm learning Portuguese at the moment because of Capoeira brazilian yeah. portuguese and I, I have my app and every day i for two months but now it's stopped because i have so much in my plate that i cannot follow up and I, it's not like a priority priority mm-hmm. but i i did it like 30 minutes studying portuguese by my own but did yoga, I have to learn the Sanskrit. And now that I'm doing capoeira, I have to understand the Portuguese. And when I did jiu-jitsu, some, some, but capoeira mostly. So it has to be something that you really, really enjoy. Like it's Mm -hmm. either the food or one of your favorite teachers is speaking the language and you are into, and it really has to drive you. Mm -hmm. Like strong drive. You have to have a strong drive.
0: I'm saying it right now and I'm committing to it and if you ever have free time you can practice with me. I'm going to commit to Portuguese right now. I'm committing oh to it. Oh my god. It's Brazilian, such a- Bra- Brazilian Portuguese specifically because I'm I I you know in jiu-jitsu it's like there's a whole nother layer of being a part of that when you speak yes. the language. But two, apparently I look Brazilian and people come up to me and speak Portuguese. <laughs> Let me put my glasses on. Um, i have let, let's
1: let see I, yeah a little bit yeah can be
0: can I, be i i have disappointed many brazilians when i don't <laughs> respond in portuguese so and then when we were in lisbon so someone said they're like learn portuguese and, it, and they said it doesn't matter learn brazilian portuguese it'll be fine so it's like i like lisbon jujitsu and people think i'm brazilian so i'm like i'm committing now i'm gonna learn it so Once cool. in a while, if you ever want to hop on a call, we can practice together.
1: Yeah, yeah, muito <laughs> bom. I cannot even pronounce it. I try, and then I repeat it, and then when I say it, I look like terrible. But I don't care. I just try to go with the flow.
0: <laughs> just get in the deep water.
1: You get in the deep water sometimes i mean you get enough of getting in the deep water i had enough i was into the martial arts i was into this thing i was into the contemporary and to the roles and to the floor work and i'm like okay enough of being beginner mind enough of being beginner now i have it is time for me to choose and follow through and that's what i I am now now right nice yeah 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 in the university they gave us uh, option of learning german mm-hmm. japanese french and english so i took english until i couldn't take it anymore they, I, they were i was running out of english so last year i needed another language and i'm like no way not japanese because i will go there maybe as a tourist <laughs> i'm not working with japanese i don't think so germans i said no come on germans only three countries are speaking this language i'm not learning german please
0: mm-hmm.
1: and here i am <laughs> so here in one, in, I one, am. In, one of, in one of the three countries in one of the three countries yeah so yeah <laughs> so I, I i chose uh french mm-hmm. my best friend from the university she spoke french forever since kids so I, okay i i if i I have some trouble. she can help me out and I was having trouble I was having trouble. my my, my last year of the university there were like the notes going down because of the language. it was terrible for me. It was a little bit frustrated <laughs> but yeah it's it's fine and then we went to uh, Paris after after we graduated we went to Paris and then to Florence to live and just have fun. I have this year of before start working <laughs> Oh Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And I knew the basics. I knew the basics of French. And uh, now that I'm, I knew the basics of French, and then my Spanish, and then Portuguese is a little bit more easy. But at the beginning, I didn't understand anything. And I was frustrated as well, of not understanding Portuguese. But as soon as I knew the verbs, and then how it's written, I, I found out that it's easier than that I thought.
0: Mm. well I'm oh. not afraid I mean I I whenever in each place we've gotten to I ask, I start just as I'm going around I'm asking people like oh how do I say this how do I say that you know to at least like when the moment arises like I will say what I can say yes you know? yeah it's right. like I'm I'm not afraid to like do it and then be like oh, I don't know how to say anything else yeah you know? like oh, I don't know I got to start somewhere like you know when, when I was when I walked into breakdancing I was like oh I learned a couple. Top rocks So, like, I know that, and that's all I got. And then,
1: <laughs> and then it's back to what I know. So, it's the same yeah. way. Yes. Um, but it's very cool. It's very cool because you are um, into the language and the culture of the language. Mm-hmm. So, it's not only the language, they will bring you more.
0: Right. It's, yeah, that's the, it's very poignant. Yeah. It's not just the language. It's like the language is like a gateway to like, actually having some sort of sense of the culture like you can't just like walk around as a tourist like looking at it through like a glass window like you actually need to put your put your hands in it and putting your hands in it is like learning how to speak it yeah yeah um i know you have to run here so i just want to so i just want to uh ask you if people want to connect with you What's the best way to do it? And and you know, I know you mentioned kind of doing some online classes. Are you still doing those things? Or yeah, whatever, whatever you whatever you've got going on. How do people find you?
1: Thank you, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, if you don't have any more questions about me, movement behind the movement or anything, I I can I still have like ten more minutes, so I can handle. Uh, but answering the question, I, they can find me in Instagram, Angie in motion. I used to have a website, but I took it down because it was a blog. I blog since like for six years or seven, I blog and then I stopped. Uh, there. There were my experiences at Edo's workshops and trainings and everything. So people also found me because of Edo through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment they can find me an angie in motion, they can send me a DM, and I'm going to launch my first online course. I'm preparing it. Uh, it's about foundations, so it's uh fundamental human. Mm-hmm. And I'm just giving the this course for the people who wants to get strong and really master the foundations so can step up or level up their skills. And um, yeah, I will let them know. I will let know everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, via social media. I have also Facebook. Um, yeah, that's it. But mostly, mostly it's Instagram.
0: Okay, you said so. You said the work, the the course that you're going to release is 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 on foundations. Yeah how how did you settle on on that set of foundations like how did you just like where did like what are the foundations i guess and also like how did you come to decide that that was what what was foundational
1: well um we all have to start somewhere in in our journey physical journey so foundation could we all learn foundation it's gait and it's push-pull hinge and squat and all this um, and i found out by experience by knowledge by studying by learning um the stronger the, the stronger the foundation is the easier it gets when you learn a new skill mm-hmm. so if you are you are practicing or wanting some arm balance, for example, and um, you want to do yeah any kind of arm balance and the the bend, the bend um, arm push and how you get this and you have to learn and have a certain level of foundational strength to get there. Mm -hmm. So I like full ranges when I train. I don't like half anything. So so we learn full ranges of everything. And um, it's easier. It just gets easy. It, It took me there. It took me, thanks to my strength and my level of strength, I could step into any other or step into practices, either locomotion, floor work, um, the capoeira, or doing something else that I never did. It just took me higher. I didn't start from the beginner, beginner. I try. I start from beginner, opt, intermediate. So it gives, and it saves you a lot of time as well in the practice to, to train wisely. And um, that's why I have decided to start with the foundational, um, the foundations, and I have chosen the basics, basics. Mm-hmm. And then from the basics, the variations and progressions, depending on the likes of everyone. Mm-hmm. And then goes, yeah, more specific and more specific, then comes another with skills, which is like very specific to this skill. And then you you find the fun of it. but yeah foundation first step layer and then the other and then the other like a cake
0: mm-hmm. oh, I
1: like <laughs> not the building yeah. <laughs> i didn't say a building i said a cake <laughs>
0: yeah, i know
1: yeah that said a lot that they told me a lot about you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that that's a very revealing uh metaphor there thank you what um so then what are what are some of like the examples of the foundations like what are some 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 types of movements
1: well uh for example we're learning the push-up for example let's take the basic of the basic the the push-up so we are learning the push-up in different levels and we are learning observing and exploring this push um the way of the push-up and why like this and why like that and um yeah, and then from there, we go in progress and go up and up and up. So you can start moving, exploring, breaking the push-up uh, pattern, you know, because sometimes it should be like this and it should be like this and not should be like that. So <clears throat> yeah, be able to do, uh, we have also foundational mobility so we have foundational strength and foundational mobility and we have also skills so i haven't chosen which ones should should be there because i am crazy about a lot (laughs) (laughs) using one or two actually was going to be three uh it's enough it's enough Mm -hmm. it's a lot actually so I will have to see. But yeah, it's more or less. I hope I, I have answered. I don't want to talk too much exactly what exactly it is. I mean, you yeah. can read the curriculum later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I hope I have answered the question with the... Yeah,
0: I think, I, th- I think it's nice. And I think it's important because, you know, like, um, yeah, sometimes I think people look at like really... the Insta- Instagram is full of like the most extravagant things, and I've talked to a number of people who are just like, "Oh, like, that's cool, but like, where's my entrance?" What point? Yeah, yeah. What for? And like, what yeah. For? Like, where, where, can, where can I start? Where can I? Because I see like something that, insane happening, but like, where's, where's my step in the door? Yes, you know? exactly. And like, and like, 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 things like this are like a nice opportunity for people to be like, "Oh, like, I can get in the door now."
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it depends what is your intention. I mean, what is your goal? What is your goal? Do you want to the goal of this is like to have the basics work for your skills. So mm-hmm. if you want arm balances, the, ba- the foundation is there. If you want uh, wheels, like backbend foundations is going to be there. If you want uh, pulling also foundation is there, but you need to know, I mean, yes. You have to have something in in mind. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the foundation has to be there. I mean, um, yeah. Push up is it has a lot of mobility. What about your wrist? What about your shoulder? What about your elbow? What about what, what about your, yeah, core? Mm-hmm. When and remind me when when is the course going to be available online? It's gonna be the ah tw- I, uh, I have planned in the for the 20th, 5th of october
0: okay well i'm gonna mark my calendar
1: (laughs) (laughs) you let me know you can give me the complete uh, honest Mm -hmm. point of view and say hey this is awesome or bullshit or whatever